Welcome, welcome, welcome. I can't believe it, guys. This is our first episode of our podcast, Black Woman Be Whole. I am super excited to be here with you guys, sharing this with you. Um, let's just kind of go around and introduce ourselves. So my name is Anisha Salisbury, and I am a psychotherapist, licensed clinical social worker in New York City, and I'm the co-creator of Black Woman Be Whole. So we're not just a podcast, but we're also a business. And so, Kim, I think you're next up to introduce yourself. Hey, everybody. My name is Kim Moore, and I am the co-creator of Black Woman Be Whole, the second half of the dynamic duo that's created this hopefully wonderful thing that you all will love and enjoy going forward. Um, I'm a native New Yorker as well, come from a big old large Southern family. So having lots of issues right now during this, this time and really hoping to get back to my, my, my friends and family um, in the near future. And I'm super excited to be doing this with you all and also to be doing this with our brand manager who I'm going to introduce next. So Markia, please introduce yourself. Hey, everybody. I'm Markia. Um, I am the brand manager for Black Women Be Whole. I'm the one that is uh, giving you your daily doses of Black Women Be Whole on Instagram. Um, I am a native upstate New Yorker. Not that fake, you know, shit that you downstaters talk about. I actually live near um, Albany, New York. Um, and I'm really excited to be a part of this and help, you know, reach out to everyone that's listening and give you all, you know, a little taste of some real black girl shit. Would you agree, ladies? I think that's what we're we're really trying to do here. I, listen, that's that that might be our tagline: some real black girl shit. Because we are really <laughs> going to talk about the things that are important to us, that impact us. Um, and so I am just kind of super excited. I mean, people say you know we're the most disrespected, unprotected, neglected person in America. And so you know what? We're going to talk about that, right? (laughs) And we're going to make sure we're not that anymore. So um, I can't wait. Definitely excited to talk about it. I think we have some really good perspectives, different, um, you know, backgrounds. So we should get a little bit of everyone kind of represented, hopefully. We have a different um, perspective from each of us. You know, I'm a little bit younger. I'm the baby of the group. Um, You know, I essentially get to kick it with my older sisters who definitely have different um, personality types. So I think you will find yourself on our show. I want to piggyback on that. Cause I'm definitely going to be the wild one. Cause my mouth is <laughs> reckless and everybody knows it and I'm okay with it. So I might be the shock factor on this and I'm okay with that. And I will say, because I am a therapist and I actually have clients who may listen to this one day, I might not be too shocking. However, I will have a good time. I have a lot of personality. I have a big personality. So um, I'll definitely have fun. I'll let Kim say the, oh my God shit. And I'll say the other stuff. (laughs) And I'll be somewhere between the middle. It depends. If I get impassioned, um, you'll definitely see (laughs) something. That's who we are. I love it. I mean, so let's tell people who we are. Like, what is Black Woman Behold? Why are we here? How do we get here? Because I think that, it's important for them to know the genesis of this or the evolution of it. So um, I'll go first. Kick it off, Kim. Yeah, Yeah. I think it kind of um, stemmed from this. I did this conference in 2018 for women and I didn't think it went deep enough. And I really wanted to really work on healing, really deep mental health work with women. And 
I approached Denise and I said, what about the two of us doing something really like impactful and focusing on black women, like our demographic, women that look like us, because we were going through that same kind of things in our lives and other friends were going through those things in their lives. And we really didn't have um, a space to explore some of that work. And that was just for black women. And so we sat at your table since October of 2018, week after week, just grinding, 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 talking about stuff, you know, and I think um, it was really good because it allowed us to really do some deep work that needed to happen for us to come to where we are today and working through healing through truth telling, communication, relationships, throwing in that mental health aspect was just really important to layer in because a lot of times women that look like us don't get access to that easily. What are your thoughts, Anisha? So I think for me as a therapist who predominantly sees Black women, I see them one-on-one and I realize um, the power of the collective. So, you know, when Kim came to me and kind of had this amazing idea, and when I tell you that we worked at my dining room table every Sunday, we really worked at my dining room table for hours, but it was because we really wanted to bring something amazing out to the world. And we would discuss like, we just need, we needed more safe spaces for black women to just be. Cause I realized when I was in spaces with black women, I felt free, I felt nourished, I felt present. And so I needed to create something because Kim and I went out and we did a whole bunch of like women empowerment stuff. And there was something about having that white gaze that we were like, "Mm, I would rather not have it. You know, it feels really different when I was in a room of just black women. Like I move differently. I talk differently. It was just kind of um, just a good feeling. And so we thought about why don't we give that to women? Right. And so why don't we help women work on their social, emotional, mental health? Um, Why don't we be the people who do it? And so since then, we've kind of been doing it. And so the funny thing is the way that I met Markia is um, I met her in Albany. She's from upstate, right? So I was in Albany and um, I was doing a talk. Real upstate. (laughs) I was doing a talk with some alphas about mental health. She was there and she wanted me to be her therapist. So that's how this all really got started. Um, So she wanted me to be her therapist. We had a session, but because of some like insurance issues, it didn't happen. She's expensive, what happened was... Okay. Okay. I am expensive. Hold on. But that's the standard in New York. Let's be real clear. Because having City, a nice downstate. office is not cheap. Downtown New York City. Okay. So I got to charge a little something, something. So, but what happened was because of that, I said, we should still keep in touch. So when Kim and I did a focus group for one of our workshops, Marquia came. And so after that, we just kind of kept in touch. And I have to say that we have a real friendship now. And I'm so glad that I wasn't able to be a therapist because if I was, I (laughs) I wouldn't have the relationship that we have now. And so I'm grateful for that. I would rather have that. And because we're friends, I can also help you in all types of ways now, right? Like it just makes our relationship just so much more diverse. We can do so much more with it. So um, yeah, that's how Markia came to be down with all of this. 
Yeah. And now, now she's I'm the like, brand manager. I'm here. I'm here for real for real. Um, but I think what's really cool um, as a, I guess, outsider looking in, right, is seeing how it all came to fruition and attending that focus group and seeing how powerful it was. Um, when I attended the focus group, I was definitely in a really bad place. A lot of things were not going well in life. Oh, and for the record, guys, I'm very sensitive, so I might cry. Um, yes, but... girl, give me tears on this. They coming through, <laughs> like coming for the crying. Um, but it was a great place to go and have that therapeutic um, experience that I needed from just talking about what had been going on, whether it be from like points in my childhood or whether it was in current moments. Um, it was really cathartic and really helpful to also meet other Black women that were willing to be open and share that experience. Um, so in addition to hearing us talk weekly um, or bi-weekly, um, I hope that one day you'll be able to experience the workshop because it is something that is really eye-opening and can really help you on this path to healing and wellness and just feeling better overall in a world that really does treat us like shit on a day-to-day. Yeah, I think for me, like, I want to say that doing this work has actually changed me for the better because I'm actually more mindful. I was telling Marquia, like on a text message, like the old Kim might have handled a situation very differently had I not been actively working on this as a co-creator, but also being immersed in it. Like I'm drinking the Kool-Aid kind of sort (laughs) of like I'm buying into it because I'm seeing the benefits of it. And so you know, change takes time. And I think um, doing this work has been rewarding and enriching for me in a way that it may not have been um, had I been doing something else. And so what I think what we want people, women to understand is that, you know, there's a network of women out here who are like working on their healing, who want to be in community, who want to be supportive. And you may not have that where you are locally or, or just like close by, but I think like, you can find that in like-minded women who want the same kind of thing, right? Like we talk about stuff all the time about mental health and we're always like sharing group text stuff. Like, Oh, I know y'all get tired of me sharing those crazy ass memes on Facebook and Instagram. They cute when I get to them, girl. You be, you be sending, you be sending just threads. You up <laughs> right? I'm doing sessions all damn day, but I'm like, okay, you know what? I need a little bit of comic relief, you know, through all the trauma, right? So I'm like, okay, give it to me. When I get a minute, I look at all her memes that she sends, but um, I really do appreciate it. Uh, but I do want to ask you ladies a question, right? Because we are called Black Women Be Whole, right? So for you guys, what does it mean to be whole? Um, I think wholeness is kind of, uh, you got you to gotta look at it holistically, right? To speak about it that way. But it's more than just, you know, like, oh, my mental health is good. How's your physical health looking? Um, when you say your mental health is good, what does that look like? Like, are you catching it when you're feeling sad? Are you paying attention to what your body and your feelings are telling you? Like, I've noticed that with the weather change, I've been struggling to be happy because it's dark all the time. And, you know, acknowledging those things and being proactive and catching those areas that might, you know, lead you down what I like to describe as a spiral. Like, If it's a situation with my depression, like, am I spiraling? Am I close to a spiral? Like what's happening and catching those things and doing things that just make me feel happy. And it may not necessarily be something like shopping or buying the new Ivy Park, which I've gotten both trips for the record, but (laughs) it is also um, 
looking at, you know, did you grocery shop? Did you eat something good that made you happy this week? And, you know, keeping track of all of those things. I think that's what constitutes being whole. You know, for me, wholeness means like just living free, doing whatever the hell I want, like without being judged, like and just not having everything being scrutinized. I feel like I'm under a microscope a lot of times when I walk outside my door or just in general. And it's like, just leave me alone. Let me go do what I want to do. Like if I want to go do some whole shit, let me go do that. Stop minding my business. Like if I want to go and just like be outside, like doing things that black people aren't supposed to be doing, let me go do that. Like I've been camping, skydiving. Like I do things that people don't normally think of as black people shit sometimes. And it's like, but it is because it's, it's there for us to do it. And so I think um, being whole is just being able to live exactly as I want to without having like these, these judgments or these kind of like things conscripted that I'm supposed to be distilled down into like, oh, you black, so you don't supposed to do any of that or say any of that. And so I think for me, it's also like just being really like vocal about like my freedom, like leave me alone, let me be whatever I choose to do, as long as it doesn't harm anyone, I'm good. And it's, and that's how I like to live, like according to my values, but just whatever I want to do. And without having like all of this judgment, I think. I like that. I think for me, sometimes whole is just not needing that validation from others at times. I think that um, I deal with that a lot sometimes, you know, just kind of needing other people to be okay with the things that I'm doing. Because I think that the role of being Black, I'm someone's daughter, I'm someone's wife, I'm someone's therapist, right? Like all of that's supposed to look a certain way. And so for me, I've been working on my wholeness, just kind of knowing myself, how to improve myself, you know, how to ask for help, how to figure out what I want, how to figure out what I need. Um, am I working on my, you know, my emotions? Am I working on my physical, my intellectual? So for me, it's just a bit of all of it. But I love the fact that you talk about Kim just being able to do whatever. Like all of this shit, they say that, oh, Black people don't do that. That's the shit that I do too. Right. Like I hiked a glacier in Alaska and someone was like, so you got white friends, Anisha? I was like, yeah, I got white friends, but it was just me and my black husband. Like it was just two black people doing all of these things because black people do everything. And I think that that's kind of what we want to get through on this podcast, too. Right. We do everything and we feel everything, too. And I think that's something where some of us, the only emotions we're able to show is anger, sometimes maybe a little joy, but it's so much more in between. So those are the things that we're going to talk about here. So for me, being whole is just kind of being able to exist with all parts of me, just being able to exist. I love that. I think that, but I think that that's the thing that we have such difficulties difficulties with because of the other people in our lives who give us these things that we're supposed to be, right? And then we don't, we don't live up to it or we don't make ourselves small to, you know, stay within that box that they that they give us, that's where we get, you know, into the mental distress and the relationships that I think people expect us to have with them change. So I've noticed like just in the pandemic, I've changed a lot about how I used to do things, lifestyle and kind of my energy for certain people, right? And it's changed how they view me, but I don't care because I'm really focused on this. Like, all my energy goes to black women be whole and like 
being home my damn self. But I think you bring up a good point about, you know, with this happening, right? Like we all were like, okay, yeah, we can do this cool thing. And then it started to be something that we were seeing, like people were buying into, we were getting personally invested into it. So it's taking a lot of our time and seeing how some of your relationships have changed behind this, because it's like, all right, I'm doing this thing, support me. And some people that you thought maybe would support you aren't necessarily there. Um, So it does kind of teach you that you have to kind of change your energy for people. I've definitely experienced that. So I definitely agree with you on that. But like I said, it is, I agree with you. It is a lot of time the Black woman be whole. All of the, you know, late night Instagram posts and text messages and emails (laughs) when people have an idea. Um, But it's worth it. It's, it's worth it and it's exciting. So it's funny that you say that, Marquia, because I don't say this to people because I don't know, but I have anxiety. Like I am diagnosed with anxiety. And I got to tell you, when Kim starts to shoot off some of those emails and those texts, my anxiety is like on 10 because <laughs> I've been listening to people all day. I'm dealing with all the many roles that I play. I am one of seven children. So like I got a lot going on all the time. And so just kind of dealing with anxiety has been something that um, it's been really difficult and it's been really difficult for me to say out loud. And I've said it to both of you guys because I realized that that's the only way you guys are going to be able to work with me because you got to know why you guys text and I don't answer, why you guys email at all and I don't answer. (laughs) Right. It's not because I'm not interested. Just because that's how my anxiety works in the moment sometimes. So, you know, you guys have been very, very um, patient with me. And so I, I really appreciate that. So on this journey to wholeness, I've, I've been in and out of therapy for over 15 years. And I've been consistent for the last eight years. And it's really been an amazing thing. Um, thank you for saying that because I think a lot of times when people are working on their wholeness there's like some shame and guilt associated with it and so communication is a huge um, factor in relational management right because if you don't tell people what's going on as Brene Brown says they make up stories in their head about things and then you know in the absence of communication people can have wild ass stories you're just like wait that's not even what happened. It's like, well, that's what I made up because I didn't hear from you. I, you ain't say shit now. Now I'm like, she ready? You just like, wait, that was really wild. I need you to like, you've got a very wild imagination, ma'am. And so um, I think- <laughs> That's my anxiety. <laughs> the sensationalist. <laughs> Kim and Anisha be like, can we talk real quick? And I'm like, oh my God, I'm getting fired. What happened? Catastrophizing do do? over there. I don't, how do, how do I fix it? I'm so sorry. So where Anisha detaches, I'm like, everything is burning up. Like I, where did I mess up? So like, there's also those parts of us, right? That you'll get to see <laughs> through this process is like, we're not just telling you things to tell you, like these are things that we've experienced and things we're living through and learning from as well. So we see you and like, yes, black girls have anxiety, black girls have, have depression, you know, black girls may have OCD. PTSD, <laughs> all of it. It's a frenia. Girl, bipolar. negative thoughts running through your head. You like jumping to conclusions. <laughs> Sign me up. And I think that that's, you know, that's important for us to acknowledge because once we know it, we can, we can put some things in place, tools and systems to help us manage it. Because I think 
that's what's the most important part. You can't be whole if you don't, if you're not aware of your shit. Like we all have things, you know, I, so going back to this thing where I fire stuff up, I have bursts of energy and creativity. Like one minute, I'm just sitting here. The next minute, something comes into my brain. I'm like, if I don't get it out, then I won't remember it. And so, and, and it doesn't happen all day. It just happens at a very, like, for like an 1 a.m. <laughs> I will uh, boop, 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 and I'll send off a bunch of stuff and then I'm done with it. And then it's like, okay, react to it as you need to or don't, but it just, it's out there. Or if it's something important, like, okay, I want to follow up with that, but it's just to get it out. So people know what I'm thinking. Like I over communicate and I am very much aware of that. But it's helpful. Again, it's, it's, you know, we're three different people with three different communication styles, but we know. So now I know when I see messages, I'll be like, okay, I can get to that in a minute. Unless she sends me an email with a, you know, invite with deadline due this day, I have time to get back to it, you know? So and that's a, that's a thing that I've worked in, like managing not expectations, but like, okay, just cause you send it off people. I want to lessen people's anxiety. Like, okay, it's not a thing, but it's, it's, you've got some time, like don't rush it or have an expectation of it. And I'm fine with that because I think if you're not, then tell me and then we'll figure something else out. But I don't want anyone to go, oh, this email, what the hell's in it now? So as you guys can see, we're going to get real vulnerable on this podcast. (laughs) And I think that that's what we want you guys to hear though, because as we say it, this is real black girl shit. Right. Black girl shit. Right. All of us are super different in so many different ways. But I think, think that we represent a black girl out there. Right. And so we want to make sure that we are telling our stories. I think it's so important that we are telling our stories. Um, and, you know, what you're going to get on this podcast is us talking about things that are important to us, that are important to black women in general right? Stuff that's going to feed your soul, you know, deal with your mental health. What a side of laughs. I mean, for me, I just think about how laughter for Black people is a thing that has been healing us since we came to the Americas. So we're not about to stop, right? We'll get a little serious for y'all, but there's going to be a lot of laughter. And somebody going to cry. It probably ain't going to be Kim. Let's be let's be clear. It's probably going to be me and Maria, <laughs> but there, there <laughs> might be some self. tears. You got to know that self. That's right. So what do you guys want to say as we wrap it up for our listeners for our first Black Woman We Hope podcast? Uh, Thanks for listening, guys. It's going to be so fun. I'm so excited. As you can tell, again, I'm the sensitive. I'm giving you Sinclair, okay? If you watch Living Single, that's what you're getting over here. So I'm excited. Woo, woo, woo. Um, Treasure Trolls all day. Um, And yeah, it'll be fun. I can't wait for you to join us on this journey. We've got so much good content that we are going to talk about. And I'm excited to talk about it with the two of y'all. And I just want to say thank you for modeling, you know, great relationships and sisterhood to both Marky and Anisha. And Anisha, we've been friends for over 20 plus years. And what this is doing for us, I think, has been amazing. Um, Bumps and bruises along the way, but that's where growth comes from. So I want people to just see the evolution of this, like, awesome relationship with the three of us has developed and also like get some knowledge to help themselves and their and their friends all right guys so we haven't decided yet if we're going to be giving you guys every week every two week we're still figuring that out but i will say this will be some real black girl shit and uh, we will see you soon
later. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Black Woman Behold podcast. If you want to keep up with all things Black Woman Behold, you can follow us on Instagram at Black Woman Behold. You can find us on Facebook at Black Woman Behold. And check out our website where you can find out more about what we're doing. If we're having workshops, you can check out our cool merch and just keep up with what's going on. We hope to see you there soon.